Hello, this is Let Me Know How It Is, a podcast about all things geek. Today we ask the question, is there such thing as too much Batman? If you're a new listener, welcome. Thanks for being here. We release new episodes every Wednesday. Please don't forget to subscribe and leave us a topic suggestion in the comments section. Thanks for listening. Hey, everybody. I'm Zach Slater. I'm here with... I'm Frank Melman. This is Tommy Smithereens. And I'm Clifton. What's this? Has there been an overabundance of bat stories? Is the market oversaturated with batarangs and batmobiles? Does DC have an overdependence on Batman? Have we reached the limit? Can this be? Stay tuned to find out. Same bat time, same bat channel. There we go. <laughs> Hamming it up, everybody. Very nice. Wow. <laughs> well done. So that's what we're chatting about today. Is there such thing as too much Batman? Have we reached bat fatigue? So. Uh, you weren't ready for this, but Tommy, I'm going to start with you because I know you have some thoughts on this. So go ahead. Break my heart. <laughs> well, I got to break the heart. <laughs> um, <laughs> he's he's like racing for it. He's ready. Yeah, yes. but I'm not. I, I wasn't trying to break hearts. I just, I'm, I'm, I'm a, leaving this episode in tears. I'm sure of it. <laughs> oh, no, not at all. I mean, I, stuff is oversaturated, but really. The thing I wanted to say, I'm handing it over to Frank for a chance because I could have pulled it out of his his mouth for this because I know he's itching to tell this recent update or news concerning bat media or bat animation. So, Frank, which you- it was just announced uh, a few days ago that that the latest Warner Brothers animation cartoon for HBO Max is a series called Bat Wheels. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Which is, no lie. Yeah. Which is the new DC preschool animated series where you basically follow the Batmobile and like Batgirl's bat cycle. Right. And, and they have yeah. eyes like cars. Yeah. They're yes. just like, like cars. 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 Yeah. Cars yes. with bat, bat, with bat cars. Interesting. Start all the, all the fan demand for Kevin Conroy better be doing the voice of the Batmobile. Of course. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. So I, I would say, yes, we have reached full baturation at this point. <laughs> That we are totally yes. overly saturated with with Batman stuff. Um, okay, <laughs> I would that, that my early vote. I mean, I have other 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 examples, but that's my early vote on. I'd say yes. Okay, yes, just we because we're getting cars, or were you thinking about this before? Oh no, no. There's <laughs> other reasons too. I mean, okay. uh, I mean, this is one that that doesn't really. You guys don't really care so much. I would say Clifton and Zach don't really care that much about it, but Tommy and I do. And we were talking recently with all the stuff that's been going on. DC shuttered. DC Direct, which was a lot of their product division, and they a lot of like they made figures and uh, posters and all that stuff, stuff that's not comics. Right, right. And they, for a long time, you know, they would do a series of figures that you would only get stuff that was made by DC Direct. You get it through comic shops, and then there was stuff like Mattel had a license at one point, and now Todd McFarlane's McFarlane Toys has a license for DC stuff. Well, he's released, I think, forty-five figures. And 31 of them are Batman or Batman related at this point. It's right. probably, I, th- I did the math. It's about 70, it's almost 70% Batman. And it's supposed to be, it's not a Batman line. That's the other point. It's a DC multiverse line. <laughs> yeah. They call yeah. it the DC multiverse <laughs> line. They have, but it's... They have, they have the, the, the straight face on, on, on talking about it's a DC multiverse fight line. And it's not, it's not even remotely representative of the DC universe at all. Yeah. Okay. I don't disagree with you. I think I, you know, I think you're crazy if you don't think that Batman. If you don't realize that Batman is like the most popular character in DC, and and they, you know, they, they 
they push that button a lot. They go to that well an awful lot. So then, but it might, right. But at the same time, then call it a Batman line. Like, don't no, tell I me, agree. Don't, yeah, don't tell I, me, you know, don't tell me you're doing a multiverse line. That's a bunch of crap because it's not the multiverse. The multiverse right. in my mind is, you know, if you want to get technical, it's the forever people. It's the metal men. It's <laughs> the Legion of superheroes. It's, you know, kingdom come. It's, uh, you know, pick, take your pick. It's not just the corner of Batman. And then in this case, you know, they're doing a lot of, you know, Batman who laughs and, and the various, they're all variations on Batman. Yeah. You know, yeah, which is fine, yeah. which is, which is fine. It's just one of those things where there should be some balance. And granted, they're saying, you know, as a driver, I understand that Batman is a driver. I get it. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what's going to get people in because people love Batman. I love Batman. You know, I've been a fan of Batman since I was, you know, starting out to read. Batman and Spider-Man are, are two of my oldest and favorites, you know, most favorite characters I've ever, you know, I've ever had. It's just, you know, it's one of those things where I just feel like every time I turn around, there's something that's going on with Batman where I'm like, okay, we could allow something else to grow and therefore have a bigger audience for something than we, besides just the Batman stuff. Right. That that's the trade-off that that is sort of the 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 silent aspect of the topic over here is that like or have we reached bat fatigue at a cost of something else that could possibly get some focus that doesn't because Batman has 17 titles every month and you know and we go every we go what two years three years every time that there's like an animated show right you know and and something like that so my my question is though. So what what do we think? Like l- let's assume though right now that that we suddenly took all the Batman merchandise and all the Batman exposure. And we halved it, right? Mm-hmm. What in DC is is suddenly gonna get the focus then? If if it's not so much Batman, like what rises to the top? Do we think? Well, based upon uh, to me, it's it's ironic that it's bat to bat fatigue because. A lot of what's rising to the top is the popularity of what's most popular in DC, and it's unfortunately Batman stuff. I'm I'm not a proponent of the dark death metal DC universe at this point, but a lot of what's driving it is uh, evil Batman, mm-hmm. and it's and it's strange to me because we're getting a glut of this, but we don't get a glut of him in TV, which is oddly enough, or even cartoons at this point, because this is the first time I haven't seen the cartoon that's current. From Batman, right? But we have Harley, though. Yeah, we. Well, that's one that's going to rise to the top. Is definitely Harley, right? And and yeah, uh, I mean, okay. Th- so that that's an interesting question, though. So is is that a distinction? Is Harley Quinn a distinction from Batman stuff, or is she still like no? She's connected Batman to stuff. Batman stuff. No, not unless you. If you've seen it, you know full well she's not. So I don't want to ruin anything, but yeah, no, she's she'll still. It's still Gotham City. It's still Batman. So right. That's what, I, that's what I think. I think that I think that Harley Quinn is still always going to be related to Batman in some way. Yeah. Right. There's ties to Joker, ties to Poison Ivy. You know, ties all to that other stuff. But yeah. no, I, I mean, I, I but I, I, I get what you're saying that there's not there's not a Batman focused show at the moment. Yeah. No. I'm, I, I think it's almost certain that there's probably one getting worked on right now that we don't know right. about. I mean, we have Batwoman. Right. And he appears in Young Justice. Yes, yep. he does. And does he supposed to appear? Is he appeared in Teen Titans or a Titan Jet or not? Yes, 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 yes. He has yes. appeared in Titan. Okay. Yes, yes. Hmm. Not in costume, right? But in Bruce Wayne form, in grayscale or whatever it is. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no. I mean, again, we we don't have him. You know, we don't have him per se in TV, but we do have him per se in TV. Yeah. 
Right. Yeah. At least there's menacing aura, I guess. Yes. He looms. I think, I mean, I can certainly understand where, where uh, there's more Batman out there than I can consume even. Sure. Right. Like I'm not, I'm not reading any of the death metal stuff. I'm not reading three jokers. Um, at least not currently. I'm sure at some point I'll get around to that stuff and everything, but like there is a lot out there that, that, that even I can't get to. And I love Batman. I absolutely love Batman, but I mean, to me, he's, he is out there for a reason, right? I, I think there's a couple of factors that I think that, 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 that work into this favor. One is that he's a super flexible character. Okay. Right. And I think that it, it allows just the idea that death metal and the Batman who laughs, right. Kind of shows the flexibility that we can kind of do this absurd version of it. Right. And there's mm-hmm. an appetite for that. And we can have, you know, the thing that we talk about a lot is like it, within the same year, we get the dark Knight movie and Batman, the brave and the bold cartoon. Yeah. Right. right? So I think that's one. We forgot Pennyworth too. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'd be yeah, surprised. I'd be surprised they throw him in there. No, his parents are in there. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think too is that the property the property appears to attract you know a, an immense number of of talented creators. Right? Like everybody seems to have a take on the character. Right? Mhm. It's not it's not like when when Right. It's not like like Animal Man where like nobody's really doing anything with it and it takes Grant Morrison to jump on who who sees the potential there that nobody else does and plays with it. Like everybody sees the potential of Batman. Thus, everybody has a Batman story. So everybody has like a, a passionate thing that they that they want to bring to the table. Right. Right. You know what I mean? So, and, on, and, and like I said, like, I think like, and, and it tends to do well, like the story I tell a lot is I have some friends that are, that are strict Marvel fans and they like Batman. Like, <laughs> you know, like everybody likes Batman. So I'm I'm not I'm not saying that there isn't such thing as bat fatigue in this moment, but I'm say, but what I'm saying I guess is like is I, I understand. I get it. <laughs> well, I feel he's going the character's going through a renaissance. Um a lot of what I've heard when Frank was talking about what the seventies when he had Space Batman and was it and set, um what was the um the multicolored one called? Rainbow. Zurinarg. Zurinar. Yeah, yeah. Oh Zurinar, okay. <laughs> Yeah, but now we're getting like that on steroids in which we have Batman in various incarnations in which like what Zach was saying, we have, I mean, we have Snyder creating the, um, the metal universe. Um, we also have what the, um, the black label creating every aspect of it. I mean, never has the character been more celebrated in comics now than ever before. Before we used to get mm. only one creator, one writer, one voice at a time before the next incarnation came. You know, first was Frank Miller. And Alan Moore, and then you know you just got one at a time. While Detective Comics and Batman were only two publications, right? Right. But now well, you brought a Black Label too. That's an that's an interesting one. That's like what Frank was talking about with the McFarland Toys thing. Like, yeah, Black Label's supposed to be a DC wide thing, and like, has is there a book yet that hasn't been a Batman centric book? Yeah, we uh, have the, the the question. There's one. Is it the question? Okay, so we got the question, and I think I think Adam Strange is Adam Adam Strange in Black Label at this point. I can't remember, but no. like, but we do have Wonder Woman. Um, I got what's the Wonder Woman one? There's a Wonder Woman one where it's uh, apocalyptic Wonder Woman. Right. That one's also from Black Label as well. But um, we also got, but we also got Batman White Knight was in Black Label. We got 
the sequel to White Knight. We got the Harley Quinn spinoff was in Black Label. There was two Harley Quinn uh, miniseries going on at the same time that were Black Label books. I think there was a Joker book that was yeah. a Black Label book, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. It's a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. Great. Yeah, greatly. It's so. an awful lot. And, so, and on my thing, it's like, I'm okay with it. I like that they're like, as, as, as a, as a love of this property, as a lover of this property, I like that there's so much out there. But what I wish was that there were other characters that got focused on too, because DC's got a lot of great stuff. And, and to me, I think DC has a lot of best kept secrets that really still nobody knows much about yet. And there's a yeah. lot of characters that, that I think could catch on. If just given the focus and actually just given like in some cases the right creator, you know, mm-hmm. after the Deadpool movie came out, like for, for the life of me, I don't know why a Lobo movie didn't get greenlit right sure. away. Sure. Absolutely. Right. Like that's that's another one that I think. You know. Pe- people are people are just, uh, you know, if, if, if you did like a Guardians of the Galaxy. Type. Vibe mixed in with. You know the the sort of like uh, uh, raunchy humor that Deadpool mm-hmm. had. I think people would eat it up. I think they would love it. Sure. But I think in their mind they saw Deadpool and thought, "Oh, like we've got Harley. Let's just use her." And then that's that was their reaction. They filled that spot with Harley. Right. Mm. That's everywhere. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it is. I mean, and that's something I hear a lot too. Where like Harley is 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 DC's Deadpool. Which I don't see. I don't no, see it at all. It doesn't translate. Right? I think they. I think it's what they think. Right. It does, yeah. It doesn't I, translate. No. It doesn't to me. It's 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 Lobo to me. It's always right. been Lobo. Sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but let let us find its audience. I mean, I mm-hmm. like what you were saying earlier, Zach. You were saying that even the Marvel fans were um, gravitating to Batman. So how do you not create a um, stories for an overly popular character just because there's a lot of um, sources of the character? I mean, it's. Mm-hmm. I, I understand what the whole thing of having too much of them out there. But at the same token, people aren't haven't stopped buying it and right. to pivot to something that they don't know if people are going to buy. is kind of, um, you know, doesn't make good business, unfortunately. Um, but going back to the listing of the black label stuff, looking at a list of what's current of what's currently out, what they put out. Um, Stranger Avengers was on the black label title. I was mistaken. They had Hellblazer, Rising Fall. That just started mm-hmm. early. Um, American Vampire 1976. That came out. I'm not sure what The Last God is, but other than that, there was the question, mm-hmm. the deaths of Vic Sage. The one I was talking about earlier was Wonder Woman Dead Earth. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's okay. the one I was talking about. But you're right with the number of... um. Oh, and Superman Year One <laughs> by Frank Meter and... Uh, uh, Frank oh, Miller I forgot and all Romita. about that book. Yeah. Well, uh, how would you, how would I mean how could you remember okay. with all the Batman titles? <laughs> there is there is more black label stuff out there than I remember. Yes. I mean that's for sure. But but yeah, you're 100 correct on how many other ones? But the Batman right. ones is La- Last Night on Earth, Curse of the White Knight, Harleen, Joker Killer Smile, White Knight Presents Von Freeze, Dark Knight Returns the Golden Child, Birds of Prey, Batman the Smile Killer. Joker slash Harley criminal sanity secret files, you know, yeah. and that's just what they recently did. They're currently on Batman, the three jokers, right? Harley Quinn, birds of prey, another volume of it. And then even talking about how they're going to do a Batman slash Wonder Woman book in December. Yeah. So I, I understand. 
this is yeah i mean and this is in addition to all the like the regular batman titles the you know batman detective batman and catwoman book that's supposed to be starting soon right the batman animated series like follow-up that's like the digital first book yes Mm -hmm. right um you know a ton of other stuff so yeah i mean so there there is a lot of stuff out there but i'm still trying to figure out like so what would dc be if batman was suddenly toned down Hmm. right i mean do we think do we think superman gets the focus then do we think wonder woman gets the focus well i mean i think it's one of those things where you know if you don't to me, it's kind of like <laughs> if you don't let anything, if you, Batman's the concrete over the whatever you could possibly have grow at DC, it's hard to say unless you pull some of that aside and let something else grow. There's no reason mm-hmm. why you can't put a top notch creator on another book or another character. It happens all the time. But it does. But my thing is, I, you know, without, without, you know, without saying, hey, we're going to commit to the idea of, of pushing something else for a year or try to put somebody better on a, another book or another character for a year. You know, I, I just don't know. I mean, it's one of those things where, I mean, I understand the reasons why it's done. I'm right. just saying, it's, like you said earlier, it's tough to consume everything that comes in. I mean, if, if we look, go back and look at like the DC animated straight to like video or, or mm-hmm. Blu-ray stuff, it's again, it's the same number. It's about 70% of it is Batman. He's either of like a, a story about him or he's in it. Yeah. You know, it's the same number. Yeah, and again, sure. it, you know, I love a lot of that stuff. I'm not, I'm not saying I would never ever say that I don't. <laughs> but at the same time, you know, it we we've been at this now since when did when did we first start doing the animated stuff straight direct to video? Oh, uh, two thousand seven, right? Yeah. So, we're j- and we're just now getting a JSA movie. Yeah, you know, I mean, they've they've been around since the thirties and forties, and we're just now just now getting a, a Justice Society story, right? You know, yeah. we don't have, we don't we don't have we have one Legion cartoon in all of DC's animated properties. I I remember being being young and um and this is back when wizard was 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 still a thing and i would you know you, they would do like top 10 like stories batman stories top 10 superman stories and i remember reading the top 10 superman stories the list of it and looking at it and i was like i think i think seven of the top 10 stories all had batman as a guest star mm-hmm. right it was like for the man who has everything batman's in it right right it was uh um What's uh what's the John Byrne one that that uh I'm I'm uh, Man, blanking on Man of Steel? No, the mag, well, the mag- he he is in Man he is in Man of Steel also for an issue, but uh, oh, I'm, you, mean I'm the, talking, you mean the annual, the Action Comics annual with Skeeter? Yeah, I'm talking about the annual. Yeah, with the vampire, mm-hmm. yeah. right? Yeah. Batman's Batman's in that one, so it's like it's like there's so many of these things, and it and it, and it just made me go like, okay, like there's something. There's just something about the character that I think pulls people over. Maybe, you know? but it's also it's also one of those things of depending on who did that list and when they read comics. I mean, there's plenty of Superman stories you could do that don't have True. Batman in them. Yeah. Like the, you know, I, I could name a couple <laughs> that don't have You're Batman right. in them that are pretty good Superman stories that don't need it. I mean, that I me, mean, I think, you know, not not to you know, not to take a dump on Wizard, but right. it's just one of the <laughs> <laughs> okay. any more than they would dump on themselves. Um uh, it's just one of those things where, yeah, I mean, those are those are those lists were compiled by people that read books at the time and maybe five years before, you know. So, right. I, I mean, I get it, you know. But I mean, I, the other thing is, you can't tell. Here's the other thing: I know you love Superman too, right? I do. So you yeah. can't tell me that you 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 have to have Batman in a Superman story to make a good Superman story. That, no, that, I don't. Yeah, right. and I just remember, like as a kid, seeing that list and being and being bothered by it. Right. As much as I as much as I love those stories that are in there. 
Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm like, I feel like Batman, I, I, like this is, this is the top 10 Superman stories. I feel like Batman shouldn't be in this this much. Right. Right. You know <laughs> yeah, what sure. I mean? We're like the best Superman story has Batman in it, but these, these stories don't even check off on Batman's list anywhere. Right. That's fine. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. And it's just, I mean, so th- that, that's my feelings. I do think I'll give you a perfect example of what I'm going to talk about now, but it's like, I do feel like his success being so immense and kind of overshadowing in some ways, like all of DC mm-hmm. does kind of have an effect that I think hurts. So when you do actually get something where they are trying to flex some new muscles and try and showcase something else like arrow, it's mm-hmm. still Batman arrow. True. Like, you know sure. what I mean? Oh, and, sure. Absolutely. And the amount of, of, of aspects from Batman that they pulled right and incorporated into arrow, which I'm going to argue with myself on this, though, but that pulled me in in places, though, like when they were announcing like Rachel Ghoul's going to be in it and he's <laughs> fighting, he's fighting Arrow with no shirt on, in, right? He's sword fighting Arrow and they're, and they're both not wearing shirts like in the Batman story. Sure. And it's called like, I the... watched that episode. Yeah, it got but me. He was in the snow and not the desert. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. It's a call out to the, the Neil Adams issue, the Denny O'Neill and Neil Adams issue where they fight with scimitars in the desert, which is awesome. Right. Again, love Batman. It's just you're right. I totally agree with you. They pull. You know, they pull a lot of stuff from dead shots in Green Arrow. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of characters that show up that are that are, you know, yeah. adjacent. And they Raish, basically the other- Raish was never really a Green Arrow bad guy. No, not really. No. Right. Not I mean, the, the only the only the only argument that could, that could have been made was that Merlin was a part of the League of League of Assassins at one yes, point. That's the only one. You're that, right. That's the only through line really for it. Mm hmm. Um, but it's just, I mean, and, and that's sad for me because because Green Arrow was one of the characters that I would pull out. It would be like, I would like to see more with him because sure. he's connected. He, he is like Batman in the sense that he's a reversal, right? That like the example I always did was if Batman's James Bond and he's super polished, right? And gets everything right and the suave and all this other stuff. Green Arrow's Indiana Jones. Mm hmm. He'll get through. It's not going to be pretty. It's going to be by the skin of his teeth. He's going to be emotional. He's going to scream. He's going to be afraid. Right. right. He's sure. going to mess stuff up. And I think that's interesting. Right. But the thing about the other thing about it is, I mean, I know you only watch bits and pieces of Arrow. I watched all of it. And to me, it's one of those things where they they wanted so badly to make a Batman show that they made Oliver Queen much more Batman like or, or, you know, than than he is was Oliver. than he actually was Green Arrow, I would say. Right. You know, just in his demeanor and stuff and the fact that he was supposed to be a super hard ass and, you know, Ollie's really not that guy. I mean, if you go back and right. look he's at not, he wasn't the liberal like hanging out with Green Lantern <laughs> in the 70s. Right. No. Yeah. Not, not ever. No. Wasn't making chili. None of that stuff. Right. <laughs> but didn't <laughs> they wreck, didn't they change the course of the show halfway through to readjust it to a stronger Ollie character as opposed to what the original created? Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, they, they basically they step away. I mean, it's I would say when once they introduce in um, Grant Gustin's Flash, when they do that, the pilot, the, they basically set it up within the, the confines of Arrow. From that point on, once they embrace, embrace the fact that no, you're a superhero show, you're not this noirish kind of wannabe Batman show. It it gets a little more from that point on, mm-hmm. but you still have you know, you still have a lot of the elements that they had to overcome and reset from from the beginning of that show. Okay. But to me, going back to what you said earlier on to me, I, I mean, you mentioned having great writers do other characters on other stories. And I get what you need for that to be so they can blossom to something better. 
at least those are more obscure characters. But um, I'm not against having Batman pivot them in that direction. Like, remember, Zach, mm-hmm. when we watched um, Justice League Dark, in which Batman's in it, but he's yeah. almost a sideline character in it. Like, yeah. he has almost nothing to do with the main course of the plot. He's just watching and maintaining, like, vigil. Yeah, exactly. And I think I think the story reason that he's there, it makes sense. I can eat it. Right. Mm-hmm. But from a production sense, it's like Batman got that movie made. Yes. Right? Yes. He yes. put him on the DVD <laughs> box to sell copies. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that's, but that's OK. Going back to Brave and the Bold. Mm-hmm. That's what Brave and the Bold or DC Comics Presents is for. Like, that's your idea. You're of, talking the comic at this point or you're yes. talking the show? Sorry. I'm, well, I'm talking a little bit of both because, okay. I, again, it's one of those things of, you know, if you don't know, you know, who Jonah Hex is or um, Blue Beetle or, you know, whoever, whoever's, a, you know, th- that's who you, you team up with Batman or Superman. And then you'd send them out, you know, and then you can basically be like, oh, I'm kind of interested. That's how it was for me as a kid, for sure, was. I don't know too much about this character. They're in, they're in DC Comics Presents this month with Superman or in Brave and the Bull with Batman. You get a little sample of what they can do and what their power set is and you know their life and all that. And then you know the next issue of their book comes out and you're like, yeah, maybe I'll check that out. Yeah. And I think that, that, that that's how I took Justice League Dark was that kind of thing. It was like, oh, it's Brave the Bull with Batman and Justice League Dark. You know, right, team, yeah. team, teaming up together to do this, this episode or this, yeah, basically yeah. this episode. And 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 since since he's a character that is so easy to to define, right? He's he's a character that's very tough to get wrong, also, mm-hmm. right? So so yeah, because he's so flexible, right? That that's you know taking a tangent, like like you know, I like to bring it up all the time. Bat, Batman and Robin is a valid interpretation. It is. I mean, I could I could I could absolutely pull the references that that movie is 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 adapting itself from. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's, you know, n- a lot of people don't like it. I understand that, you know, I, I but I'm just saying I'm just saying, but you can't tell me it's not Batman. It is Batman. Bat, bat, the character was like that for a very long time. Right. And so yeah. and so even so, that's this super unpopular thing. It's valid. They got it right in some way. Right. From a certain lens. And so I think having Batman essentially that being that being the power of the property, right? That so many people can get it and, and, and it's hard to break it. Yeah. It's arguably a perfect character. If everybody understands who he is, if everybody knows what he's supposed to be and what he's supposed to be in a situation, it then informs to me, like what Constantine is supposed to be, what dead man is supposed to be using justice league dark as an example, right? Because I know, I know his personality and now I get to see these people's personalities that play off of him. Mm-hmm. Right. Basically, I'm saying I, I'm like I like the Batman team up stuff. I think it's I think it's good for that reason. I just think that, uh, you know, it, it sadly, there's not many stars that get made out of <laughs> out of teaming up with Batman because he can overshadow them. Well, I mean, that's the thing is it's 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 perfectly fine if you want to, like, say, hey, we're going to roll this out with Batman for a movie and the next movie is going to be them by themselves. That's perfectly OK. It's just having it just be, you know, just Batman every time we need to roll something out. Yeah. Yeah. You know, as you said, it's probably going to overshadow whatever, you know, you have, I mean, there's nothing wrong with saying, Hey, I like Batman and I like these other characters. Now I can go back to reading Batman and I can go start reading these other characters too. And I don't, I just don't think there's enough of a push with that. I I agree. Going off of what you're saying, can we talk about the flash movie that's being made for a minute? (laughs) Sure. Sure. 
is does anybody know anything about the Flash actually getting incorporated into this movie yet? Because everything I read about it, it's it's a former person playing Batman. It's going to show up playing Batman, and my get and and I, I would never have imagined that when we finally got a Flash movie being made, that it would be this. No, right? That there that there would be two Batman actors playing Batman in the movie. Talk of a third if you're going to get Christian Bale for it. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Which he said now, like, he'll do it if Nolan gives his blessing. Jeez. You know what I mean? And I'm like, I'm like this is a Flash movie still, right? Sort of. Well, I mean, is it, though? I mean, but I mean I'm sure these are going to be cameos is my still theory on it. I agree. <clears throat> for most of them, not the Ben Affleck one might have a bigger part. No, but it's, I mean, if Batman is arguably the biggest superhero to date, to date, what would it hurt to have him in a, another movie, even if it's for a cameo? Does, I mean, I, I get why he's in there. For some reason, they have doubt on the Flash character. Even though right. he, he's currently in a TV show, right. people are right. aware of him. He's like the most prominent speech they're ever created. But the little right. bit of doubt that they carries, they're throwing in Batman. I mean, that, I, I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that they've mined a lot of stories for the TV show and a lot of characters. And it's kind of like, well, if I can sit at home and watch The Flash for free mm-hmm. or stream it online for free, why am I going to plunk down 20 bucks or whatever to go see this in a the theater? Sure. When, okay. But I also think it's, you that know, they, be, they, yeah. I also think the other thing about it is they're following the Marvel model of, you know, it works for Marvel having a character team up with another character in a movie because we, we really don't have other than origin movies after that point. It's kind of like we we just Marvel's leaned much more into the idea of teaming them up with an event or Avenger or another character we haven't seen before. You know, it's one of the things yeah. where like, like in Winter Soldier when you have Falcon, you know, suddenly in the, in the mix and then, you know, in Ragnarok when you have Thor and the Hulk together. And then right. I but I think the other thing about that is ever since and this is looking at Marvel stuff is ever since into the Spider-Verse, it seems like it's been going to be a race to who's going to get their first multiverse onto the big screen. Mm hmm between the two companies. And it's one of those things where, you know, I, there's, there's news all the time on both sides of, well, they name this actor that's going to be in it playing a version of this character or whatever. And I, but I agree with Tommy, the idea that you, you shouldn't have trepidation about the flash at this point. The flash right. consistently does well for the CW. It consistently wins its time slot. It's no, they, like of, of all the shows, like they just canceled Supergirl, but there's no talk of flat canceling the flash. The flash is still going to go on, you know, even with everything going on, they're still they're going back into production to make that show. So there shouldn't, other than the fact that they've already done it on TV, I don't see the reason why they couldn't make up a straight up Flash movie and have that be you know their thing. And then in the next one, you know, have as many guest stars as you want. Right. Yeah, but I think they want that Batman money, uh, and they don't think they can achieve it without putting the cape and cowl in there some way, shape, or form. Okay, but um, let me ask you this. But I but here's my question to that. I understand they want that, that Batman money, but why isn't that the, the 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 converse true of that? Why are we getting the Batman with Pattinson, and you know when it comes out, and there's no talk of other superheroes in that? Right. There's yeah, no. There's no. Wonder, Wonder Woman's not guest starring in that. Superman's not guest starring in that. He's not having Cyborg show up. Right. It's Batman. So we we, yeah. we we totally bank. We put all our Warner Brothers and DC puts all their chips on the table with that one character, and that's it. What do you mean with Batman? Yeah, it's true. Like he does it, it it's it's like the 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 list of the greatest stories like we told. Like, yeah, like Batman doesn't get any guest stars in his movies. 
Right. Doesn't need right. it. Yes. Which which that that to me would would be the easiest way to get somebody familiar with, you know, I don't know, Vixen or, or whoever. I mean, I, right. I mean, I mean my yeah, thing is you, are you tell are you telling me you wouldn't want to see Etrigan in a Batman movie? Sure. Oh, no, of course. No. I, I agree with you totally, but history yeah. shows when eighty nine Batman dropped, no one expected that kind of money that raked in with merchandise as well as the movie. And then again, you had it with um um the Dark Knight. Again, no guest stars, but mm-hmm. just him. Box office records, right? Oh yeah, yeah. It, it, it's it's already tried and proven that he can be alone in the movie, redo his origin, what everybody knows, and still make bank. Mm. Um, no one else right. has tried that with the exception Aside of from Superman. Dawn of Justice, right? Dawn of Justice is is the weird quasi, right? Like. Uh, you know, asterisk in this because it, it's a Batman movie, but it's a Superman movie, also, right? That like, yeah. it's a sequel. You know I mean, Man, it's but, a sequel to, to to Man of Steel. That's yeah, but what the, that is. Well, yeah, but okay, crazy, yeah, that's true. But the crazy thing to me with that is even a bad Batman movie makes its money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is which is obscene to me. I would have hoped it it took a dive based upon what they tried to accomplish, but it didn't. Even a bad Batman movie makes money. So right. well, so. But you sp- okay, go ahead. It's not I agree. Okay, I agree with you. A bad Batman movie makes money, mm-hmm. but it's hard to argue that when you when you stack. I mean, again, that's the first Trinity we've seen on the big screen, right? Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. That's. I mean, that's a tough. I mean, you know, I, I think I've told this story before. I don't know if I've told on the podcast, but my and my wife and I were traveling through California during the week that you know the week that Batman versus Superman: Dawn of Justice League time fun happy show whatever it was came <laughs> okay, out okay. and i remember driving in the car and my wife was on with my mother-in-law and they were talking and my, my wife laughs and i said what are you laughing at she said my you know my mom wants to know that if you know that there's a batman and superman movie out <laughs> and why aren't you seeing it and i was you know and i had to had to explain to you know through my wife to the phone basically like why i wasn't you know breaking all all uh, land speed records to get to a theater to see this movie so <laughs> why weren't you i mean yeah um why wasn't i because <laughs> <Yeah>, uh, no. <laughs> because you know uh even today i had to argue with someone about the fact that superman's not a murderer and i didn't care yeah. for man of steel <laughs> yeah 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 That's i don't why. care for the version that we were that they were doing and I, I remember <laughs> frank i remember you and i were like at red robin or something mm-hmm. talking about dawn of justice and we were like we should be the guys Oh my God. Camping on the sidewalk for this movie. Yeah. And we're not like, no, but I mean, if Man of Steel had, had given us, you know, I mean, and this is, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's for, as a fan, it's frustrating. And I'm sure if you're a fan of Superman and, and you're Henry Cavill, it's frustrating because, you know, I, I still think Henry Cavill was fine as what he got to play. I just don't think he got to play Superman yet. So I, I agree. I think, I think he would be fantastic with better material. Of course. But yeah. it's one of those things where I, you know, I think we joked about the fact, um, Zach, that if we were there, you know, we would be those idiots being interviewed on on the on the news because we camped out for two weeks to see the first right. showing. You know, hadn't showered in, in twelve days or whatever yeah. because, and we just were like, no, I don't have any interest in seeing this movie because I I thought Man of Steel was just a terrible showing for Superman. Yeah, it wasn't getting the DC universe off to to on a on a right foot. At least at least what I what I love about the DC universe. Sure, you same know, here. Which we have an episode on that if you guys want to check it out. Go to yes. let me know how it is dot com. You can listen to why we love the DC universe. Right. Yeah. But but it was very polarizing, unfortunately, because as much as we we I know, I know we in this group have a solid view of what we appreciate Superman to be. Like you said earlier, Frank, you still had that conversation and I'm sure it wasn't with the same person. Right. Which conversation with, with Superman killing 
Oh no, it was it was another person who was, who was just telling me it was it was so absurd that the comment they made, which was, um, well, it was a nod to the story that you know came out where he killed Zod, and I said, so basically, you're telling me that they had Superman turn into a murderer to nod to a John Byrne story from 1987 or 88. That was the reason. <clears throat> but what that makes right. no sense. What I don't understand is people know who Batman is, right? Unequivocally, don't challenge it. As soon as they see it, yes, or, yay or nay, right? Right. Like, sure. Everybody, everybody understands that Batman doesn't kill, mm-hmm. but it doesn't extend uh, to anyone. Keep, what? keep, 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 keep going with your thought. But uh, I actually, <laughs> I, I will argue with that. I actually think that a lot of people don't understand that. Mm-hmm. Oh no! Well, no, I uh, okay. With the current movie and with the Batmobile being studded with guns, I agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but it's the understanding that he doesn't kill directly. I guess. Sure, that's the version I like. I He's subscribe to that version. I like. I, I I believe in that, right? But I think. Yeah. I I think. Finish your thought. I think the movies complicate that, and, and not just Dawn of Justice. I think all of them have had a hand mm-hmm. in that. Yeah. No, but it's 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 like he's so set in stone, but they don't care to characterize or polarize anyone else with that same bedrock. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like yeah, we constantly course. see different versions of Wonder Woman depending on what the crowd leans towards or what the writer does. Superman mm-hmm. can kill uh, a fly weak. He can throw planets or uh, you know struggle with a rock. Depends on what 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 you want to paint Superman to be. But with Batman, a good example of that is suddenly Wonder Woman's got to have a sword and shield. Yes, <laughs> you know in my, you know in my day Wonder Woman would pick up a tank and hurl it. I, she had no problem punching through walls. But yet and however, in the comics, if she doesn't have a sword and shield, she's she's not, you know, she's not Wonder Woman. I see her depicted that way all the time. Not to mention the fact that in the, meth- the metal stuff, she has some kind of chainsaw gun. Yeah. Right. Well, but depending <laughs> right, right. on how you want to depict her, either she's going to be a four-star general that starts the world, or she's going to be the diplomat that's supposed yes. to end it. Yes. Uh, it's, it, it's, it's, you know, an uh, uh, ever-moving wavelength with her. It always struck me as, because w- when... When they were trying to their hat at at the DC shared universe thing, right? Like mm-hmm. he does, he's a Batman appears in everything. Like he's the through line to it. Like he's right. he's you know, for lack of a better term, he's the Nick Fury character that appears in all of them, mm-hmm. right? He's in mm-hmm. Wonder Woman. He's in right. Suicide Squad. Yep. Right. Um, and it's just odd to me that 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 would not fall on Superman. Of course. Right. Because also, I think I think with Superman, what you get is you get also the 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 bigger universe right mm-hmm. you see like well, batman's a normal guy that's that's the big selling point right He's, he doesn't have any powers or anything but like if it's superman as the as as the through line through it you get a guy with powers and that we know this is a super powered universe mm-hmm. right it's it's where gods run around and i think that i don't know i'm rambling <laughs> Okay. Go, go, going going in the other direction though what i do think it, against the bat fatigue thing and where and where i could stand more the thing that surprises me with the movies is that like why are why aren't they just doing a batman shared universe mm-hmm. i don't get it i mean like the, the the interesting thing is that like his supporting cast his family is just as popular as he is if not more yeah, so. i would think so you know, yeah, and, so. and uh, like, I have to imagine that a Batgirl movie would do really well. I have to imagine that a Nightwing movie would do really well. Well, maybe there yeah. was, I mean, you know, there was the Joss Whedon Batgirl movie that was on the books for a while. And then all of a sudden it wasn't, you know, it was, yeah. it was supposed to be done. And then he, he backed out. And then the next thing I know, it's not been talked about since. So it's one of those, 
Well, I mean, again, that goes even further to like, if we talk about the animated series stuff, remember there was a push right after the Wonder Woman movie first came out, the, the first one, mm-hmm. there was talk of a, of a Batgirl adaptation of her year one. Yeah. That went nowhere. And again, yeah. I, I, I still marvel, no pun intended, at the fact that we never got that. Yeah. Yeah, it's hmm. a great book. Yeah, it's terrific. It just, it, it just seems to me something that like, it's right there. It's right there to, 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 to pick up right and and like sony got it with spider-man like we can do like a giant shared universe thing with just spider-man characters right and and it's just like it's so easy for batman to sort of just kind of work up to like an avengers type bat team up movie that we're you know mm-hmm. and 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 like I, and that's one where like i say like there is no bat fatigue for me in that situation i happily go along to all of that right you know but at the yeah. same time, who know who knows how long it would be until we get like another Green Lantern movie for that if that happened, you know, or when that happens. Right. I just th- I, I I do think I think we're all in agreement that right that they that they do need to give some life to other characters and showcase other characters that are awesome and that everybody can see that they're awesome if they just get exposed to it some way. Well, I mean, yeah. again, I think the biggest thing is, you know, when you talk about a universe, the universe is not, you know, universe is in Gotham City. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I yeah, mean, 100%. Yeah. but it's 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 weird how I mean, I get how you want to enlarge the scope of um, what we're viewing, but I can't help but think that despite what we want, society still gleans towards Batman because really we we're well aware of all the Batman stories that have come out this year. Correct. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I mean, at the same token, are we aware of the other stuff that came out this year? Because I did a random, like, little short Google search to see what was good in DC. The top ten stories, not one of them was a Batman story. Oh, interesting. Okay, what's on yeah. the list? Like, what's on the list is Superman smashes smashes the clan. And who mm-hmm. is the list by? Ah, better question. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this a random comic book herald website. I didn't. Uh, pay attention to ma- making a big name or anything. I just typed in top 10 um, DC stories, or the best DC comics of 2020 so far. And this okay. was um, September 5th when they published it. The guy's okay. name is Dave, so I couldn't extend past that. <laughs> okay. Thanks, Dave. Thanks, yeah. Dave. Shout out to Dave. <laughs> Shout out to Dave. But he put... Okay, um, so Superman, Superman versus the Clan, so the, the Gene Yang book. Yes. Right. yes. Right. Yeah. Next I'm interested the- in it. I'm, I very much want to read it. it this is... The, the, my, my own thing for this, the reason I haven't gotten a lot of this stuff is just the current situation. I, I haven't been into a comic store in months. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up is Far Sector. Okay. Okay. Uh, the new Green Lantern, right? Yeah, by uh, writer N.K. Jameson. Oh, Jameson. Okay. Next up, Jimmy Olsen by Matt Fraction. Oh. Mm-hmm. He put that on. I'm going to be very honest with you. I forgot completely that this was happening. Yeah. And I'm excited about it again. Not not relearning (laughs) about it. Then he put Wonder Woman Dead Earth, which I mentioned earlier from the Black Label. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Which wasn't bad. It's just a little too graphic for my apocalyptic worlds. But I get it. It was a strong story from what I read from it. Mm. The The Green Lantern by Grant Morrison. Okay. Uh, Okay. Deceased, Dead Planet. I read some of that. Okay. I mean, it's you know, it it's Marvel Zombies, but okay. yeah, no, it's definitely Marvel <laughs> Zombies. It's, it's straight, it's straight up Marvel Zombies. 
They just waited what, like six or seven years to rip him? Yes. <laughs> John Constantine, Hellblazer. Okay. Um, what else? He put heard of him. You brought me the ocean. What is that? It is one of their coming from their YA line from DC uh, graphic okay. novels. Okay. Yeah, by Alex Sanchez and Julie Morrow. Excuse my um, butchering of the name, which it um, it's a spotlight on um, it's an origin story for Jackson Hyde, aka Aqualad. Mm-hmm. Okay. One of yeah, DC's openly gay characters, black male teenager. Again. Okay. Um, the Dreaming, Waking Hours, okay. pivots to um, Sandman Universe, and Suicide Squad. Hmm. Okay. Okay. By um, Tom Taylor and Bruno Redondo. Okay. Yeah. So they're out there. It's just that they don't get that shine of that publicity that Batman right. unnervingly gets. Yeah. It's true. It's true. 100%. 100% true. I mean, I think also, I, I, I think um, comics, I would say, like, what, what's, what's the big thing holding the comics back from getting, uh, like, notoriety for some of their other characters? Is it, like, do they need a hotshot writer on on like you know if 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 Bendis was put on the atom does that does that pull readers over like is that the missing ingredient do we just need something big like that or i mean yeah. i think it doesn't hurt i mean if you have a good you know if you had a, a hotshot writer and a hotshot artist it never hurts a book usually yeah. right yeah but is that enough i mean we've gotten hotshot writers and artists on a particular book but then there's notoriety of the character the buzz you know yeah right Batman has what a forty year buzz. Long yeah. Well, no, and 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 my sense I don't have these numbers in front of me, but my sense is I think you could put the same hotshot artist on Batman and it does better than it does, right? Like like I if I had to guess, I would imagine that that Batman Hush outsold Superman for tomorrow, which were both drawn by Jim Lee. Right. Mm-hmm. And the difference mm-hmm. yeah. is, is so Jeff Lowe wrote Hush and Brian Azzarello wrote for tomorrow. If right. I had to guess, I would assume that Batman Hush did a lot better. Probably. Yeah, definitely. Right? <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. But I mean, also, I mean, you know, they're two totally different stories, too. Yeah. I mean, Hush is, Hush is, is you know, it's fat-packed with the rogues gallery every other issue. You know, and part of the draw for a lot of people were like, ooh, cool, Jim Lee's going to draw this character. Ooh, cool, Jim Lee's going to draw that character. Right. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Whereas For Tomorrow didn't really have, it's, you know, I don't think it has many... I can't remember fully, but I don't think it has that many Superman. Doesn't do, doesn't do the same thing at all. No, it doesn't. It doesn't so. do the same thing at all. I I, uh, I agree with that. Now, I mean, I do think it, it will be interesting what the movies are going to be like moving forward, because I do think that we have three on the slate that from my feeling, I don't think I don't think Batman is any part of it. Right. I like mm-hmm. I don't I. If I had to guess, I would assume that Batman will not be a part of Wonder Woman 1984. Hopefully. Right? Because <laughs> he um, was he was in the first one. Yeah, unless they bookend it again. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very true. Very, very true. Or he's very young. Yeah. Yeah. Very true. But Wonder Woman appeared to be like like the, the, the standout moment out of there, right? Where that, that was the, the first moment where we had uh, uh, possibly some juice for something that didn't really involve him. Okay. Sure. Right. Right. Um, yeah, Black Adam. I think Black Adam could really be a big uh, a big deal too because we're getting JSA members in that movie, right? right? And this one is is we assume will be related to the Zachary Levi Shazam movie right. in some capacity, yeah. which does have some Batman nods in it here and there. 
Yeah. Um, and then Suicide Squad, which, I mean, we don't know. I mean, there could be some nods to him in that movie. We don't know. I but, Right. Well, there's Batman villains in it. Yeah. Right. Yeah, okay. Yeah, very true. Very and true. And he was in the first one, so. Yeah, he definitely yeah. was in the first one. So. Yeah. So, so aside from the Flash movie getting made and the fact that, that Pattinson is doing his own Batman movie, there does seem to be some light at the end of the tunnel, maybe, that we are getting some some focus on other characters without having him be a part of it. Oh, we'll see. We, Hopefully. At least we forget, it was Aquaman 2 he was not, not a part of, right? He wasn't in Aquaman, was he? Oh, yeah. No, outside of like Justice League references and stuff like that, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I'm looking at the page of bestsellers on Comixology for DC Comics right now. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at 24 on page one. 17 of them are Batman or Batman characters. <laughs> <laughs> Out of 24. Okay. Bestsellers on Jeez. DC Comixology. Not shocked. Yeah. My list was best stories, not sellers. What, what are the ones that aren't <laughs> Batman related? Uh, Far Sector. Okay. Swamp Thing. Okay. Oh, nice. American Vampire. Yeah. Legion and Young Justice. Okay. So the Bendis books. So Le- it's right. nice to know that Legion is doing well then. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to hear that. I'm very excited to hear that. I'm, I'm really surprised that the Adam Strange book is not on there, to be honest. Right. Oh, because uh, it's Tom King? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I don't know where where I what side of the of the fence I fall on. It's I, I'm I'm kind of in the middle a little bit. Like I'll I'll happily take. I mean, there there even though I'm not reading a ton of it now, there's a lot of stuff I'm excited to read. Right, the James Tinian stuff that that is being done in Batman, the Joker War stuff. I will read that for sure at mm-hmm. some point. I'm a trade reader. I just you know I'll just wait till it gets traded or it gets put on DC Universe, and I'll I'll get it that way. Right. You know, but mm-hmm. at the same time, you know, like, I, like I would desperately like to see, you know, other stuff, especially in other media. Right. Like I would like to see Green Lantern get another shot. Yeah. <laughs> Which version? You know, uh, I like, I mean, like we talked about in, in, in uh, some of our other episodes, I really think that they had a, a real missed opportunity with Jon Stewart. Okay. Mm-hmm. So. So I would I, I would like it to be possibly a team thing, but he would be my requirement for sure. Okay, like yeah. no matter what you do, John Stewart has got to okay. be part of it. Okay. Right. You know, but I think I think Green Lantern is your possible window to the, to also a bigger DC universe as well. Oh, and Tommy, sure. you and I were talking about how a Lobo movie could possibly do that, too. Oh, that'd be great. Are you kidding me? Right. Especially after seeing um, what was the Superman animated movie? Uh, Man Before, of Tomorrow. Man of Tomorrow. I could definitely yeah. see. uh. Lobo live action or animated. Yeah. Take the spotlight. That's what did it for me too. I'm surprised how much Lobo's coming up in this episode. But yeah, but like his his characterization in that movie is treated it in a way where like he is in in at times kind of the smartest guy in the room as far as like knowing the universe around him. And when he meets Clark, he's like, What's a Kryptonian doing out here? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right? And yeah. What's a, yeah. what's a Kryptonian doing out here in, in Sector 2814? So that, yeah, yeah. that's like, that's a Green <laughs> Lantern that. nod too. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay. So it's it's neat that he has sort of this this uh, knowledge just from like traveling the universe and, and collecting bounties and stuff like that. And so mm-hmm. I thought that that would be a fun way to do that in a live action as well. So yeah. So, but, so is there any, any Batman uh, 
property or any aspect of the Batman property left to mine? Or is everything done been done? Like what's left? I had an idea. Okay. For me, I was I was really disappointed when again getting back to Hush, when it's kind of revealed that uh Eddie knows who he is, when the Riddler knows who he is. And we have that sort of like that moment of where it's kind of like Riddler's sort of being a PI. And we don't really, you know, he he sort of not he's not quite being a good guy, but at least he's sort of, you know, not being a bit so much of a villain at that point. I really wish we had gotten a Riddler mini or at least a Ridley series mm-hmm. to explore that whole thing of, you know, what's that like when you're, you know, when you when you when you're used to basically posing questions and having the answers and now that you're a PI, you don't have all the answers and you're trying to figure out, you know, solve basically solving crime. Interesting. Yeah. I wish we got that I, book. I thought I thought the Riddler private eye development was interesting because it was it was also in a way it it, it had it it had a, a a smell of reform. Yeah, right. Of course, of but course. it was also to me a little bit of like another way where I can best Batman, right? Because I can do what he's doing and I can do it better. Of course. And I could solve the crimes before him. And yep. I think that there's a ton to explore there. Well, yes. I, well, it borders on mine. You mind if okay. I say mine? Go ahead. Redemption. We get Batman and what he does, how he does it. He's the best, blah, blah, blah. But we don't get to see the long-term effects of his work. Um, like, it leans into what you're saying with the Riddler. Why does everyone have to be in prison and then commit to another scheme. It's mm-hmm. all also like with Bane. Bane was the smartest man in the room. We never get to see him evolve past breaking his back. Mm. Ever. Like he's Van he's what? Uh what's the, um <sighs> Savage. To Daniel me he could have no he could have been no he could have eventually been a Doc Savage character. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. I see. Well, you I mean, they, they do a little bit with him in, in, uh, was it? Uh, Secret Six. That? No, one Secret Six, definitely. And then also, but they, they lay the groundwork for it in Batman Gotham Knights. Okay. Where, where, and I think talk, I've talked about it before in the, ep, in, in one of the earlier episodes, but there's a point where with Bane, where they start to try and, you know, not necessarily rehabilitate him, but there, when the question comes up of whether or not he may be Bruce's brother or half brother, you know, Yeesh. they bring up the, they bring up the I know they bring up the yeah. idea that Thomas Wayne was at Santa Prisca around the time that he could have been conceived <laughs> okay, okay. On, a, on, a, on a you know on a mission like on a mission to help out people blah 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 as a doctor and the idea starts to be rolling that he might be part of the family you know that he starts to like you know he's, again it's it's a it's a it's a gradual incremental thing but they, they toy with it and the next thing that he's in basically is he's in um, I mean he gets a couple of miniseries with Chuck Dixon where I think he go, one he goes up against Rage I think. Like Bane of the Demons, what it's called, mm-hmm. and right. then the next, and I think right after that is when he's in Secret Six with uh, with Gail Simone, which is great. Okay. Like if you if you like Bane at all, if you like Bane being more than just the the steroided muscle head, mm-hmm. I highly recommend that book to you. And and mm-hmm. I do Gotham Knights. I don't think is collected, but if they ever collect Gotham Knights with, uh, I think it's Devin Grayson was the main writer on that one, or uh, oh, and Scott Beatty. Scott Beatty did a bunch of that stuff too. I would okay. read either one of those. Both of those are great. Yeah, but no, my lean is towards. His retribution. I like to uh, at least his his work being helpful for a change instead of him creating new villains every week. I like to see actually Batman's methodology work 
and have more allies as opposed to a stronger group of enemies. Right. right. Okay. I can see that. Yeah. Clifton, what do you got? I think now I'll have the hot take that breaks Zach's heart. <laughs> okay. Oh no. We hadn't quite done okay. it yet. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> After thinking about it a lot, I've realized like I don't think I actually like Batman much. Oh <laughs> you should you should see Zach's face, oh. listeners. I can't see it either because we're only doing audio recordings, but I'm imagining it. Yes. I am too. I'm going to need therapy after this one. And it's, it's not a dislike. It's not a dislike. It's, it's just more of an apathy or mm. a boredom of the character himself. And what's interesting, though, is that like <laughs> I like other characters in the Bat world. Mm-hmm. I like other aspects of Gotham. But given, you know, if I'm ever given the option of reading a Batman comic and a comic by any other character, I will most likely pick a comic <laughs> by any other character. <laughs> And always have. Like, I barely have many Batman books in my collection when I'm thinking about it. I've got a few of the staples, but (laughs) not even all of them. Wow. But I do like Batgirl. And I, and like, if you tell me someone's doing a story in the world of Batman that's not like, that's a completely different flavor from actual Batman books, that will get me. Like, I will pick that up. Gotham Central. So, like, Gotham Academy, Mm -hmm. Gotham Central, Mm -hmm. right? uh, Batgirl Burnside, Mm -hmm. right? We are Robin. Yeah, yeah, those things like I go, I go right to, and I'm interested in. But Batman himself, like, eh. and I, and I think part of it is that because he's everywhere and he's always been everywhere, and like these other characters haven't. So I'm like, well, there's going to be no shortage of Batman. Like I can flip on a TV and there will be a Batman movie on if I wanted it. But these other characters, like, I'm not going to get them other places. Right. So as far as like untapped stuff in Batman, like I just say any of them, <laughs> like <laughs> any of those other parts of his world, like that's what I want to see. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree with that too, especially in other media. You know, I wish that I, I really hope that some of these, like the, the Batgirl talk of the, of those movies, like that it comes into fruition. Cause I think, I, I think Batgirl would be so cool on the big screen. Yeah. It'd be very, I really cool. do. Um, I'm going to say uh, utility belts. No, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you guys picked so many good ones. Uh, you know, I, honestly, I think, I mean, it's touched upon in, in Batman Begins, obviously, but I like the idea of, of him traveling and training to be Batman. And I remember that um, one of the one, one of the ideas before Smallville came to be, before Smallville, the show was made, right. it was there was talk of doing a Batman travels the world like a Bruce Wade traveling the world show. Yep. Uh, and I thought that that sounded really cool. And at a time that was, that was like the number one book at DC that I wanted that we never got. And, and, and because he was a comic guy, I remember Clifton, I told you, I would tell you this at like New York comic con and stuff like that. I was like, the thing that I, w- I always wanted was I always wanted it to be like co-written by Anthony Bourdain. <laughs> oh, <laughs> right. Oh. So it'd be like Tom King and Anthony Bourdain to get like right. his, his actual like globe trotting um, world, expert, like world traveling expertise, like brought into it. So he can talk about actually like cultures and other things that he came across while he was traveling. And at right. the same time, I just thought that it would be cool to get like, like a different perspective from it that way. Sure. You know, so I, I in a weird way, I would see that, which is strange, like I said, because, you know, we got a movie devoted to it. But, you know, even that, like, it's such a uh, such a fo- focused, you know, version where we don't really see a whole lot other than that one spot that he's at. So I think the closest thing you get to it is, is young Indiana Jones Chronicles. Yeah. Where basically he travels the world and like pick stuff up and then, you know, and then you're supposed to believe that, 
he meets every famous person ever right. <laughs> <laughs> throughout history and then his yeah. lifetime and then goes on to be in Jones. So yeah. I think, yeah, I think I agree. With you. I would love to see that, uh, that Bruce Wayne series too, but I think that's the closest thing you'd ever get to it. Yeah. So, so really quick then. So before we, before we wrap up though, so what's the verdict? Do, so are, do we think, what do each of us think is the, like, have we reached bat fatigue or is there an appetite for, for still some more stuff? I say there's an appetite. He has yet to die, so you know. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's 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 usually my angle. No, I, I I'm still you know I still enjoy Batman. I just feel like you know there are days where I'm like, wow, there's there's a little too much. I don't need all this on my plate. Right. Clifton, I'm going to assume that that you're like, eh, I'm good. <laughs> right. I mean, I, I go to the movies when they come out, but I wouldn't miss them if they weren't there. Right. <laughs> but there's certainly still an audience for them. My my thing is is I don't necessarily want you to get rid of stuff. Right. I just want you to make more stuff about other things. Right. Like I don't I don't want it to suddenly go down to three Batman titles. <laughs> you know, like I like having so much of it out there because I love the character. But yeah, I mean, you know, I would I would love uh at the very least miniseries devoted to some of the other characters in DC right. out there as well, because um th- that stuff is a lot harder to find. And, um, and I think that, I think it's necessary. I think that that's, I think that, uh, DC gets bigger and gets better if people fall in love with other characters other than him. So, so yeah. So guys, we want to hear from you. What do you think? Is there such thing as too much Batman? Let us know in the comments. Don't forget to suggest the topic while you're at it. Uh, you can find links and examples to everything we talk about on LetMeKnowHowItIs.com. Also, subscribe to our channel on YouTube. It will help us to grow. We would appreciate it. Uh, and finally, don't forget to like us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash LetMeKnowHowItIs. And follow us on Twitter at our show's initials, L-M-K-H-I-I. Thanks for listening. We will see you next time.